0: With Ricky Byers and J.C.,
1: enjoy the show. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. to a yet another fantastic episode—episode three hundred and seven of the HR Talk podcast. I'm your co-host here, up in the US, uh, up in the very humid and moist north. New York border up over here. Nice and moist. I'm JC. And all the way down to sunny central Florida. The man, the myth, the legend, Ricky Bias.
2: Do me
3: a favor, brother. Don't ever say the word moist to me again.
1: (laughs) I'm telling you, man. It is nasty out there. It was one of those mornings like when you wake up, you've got that. It's it's like uh, it's just damp enough to where like your feet stick to everything. You know what I mean? And you start walking around the house because you left the windows open at nighttime. And then your feet are just going, (laughs) you know, like the wet rip up off the floor while you're walking. And then you're leaving like little damp footprints everywhere. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to take my little flippers. I'm going to head outside, go get some coffee, bring it back. And there I go.
3: (laughs) I'm like, man, this is a tough one out there today. What's it like down by you? It's it, 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 well, JC. Is that way year round here? So that's why I <laughs> empathize with you. But even in February down here, when you walk outside, that humidity just gives you the biggest hug, and it just hugs you and and just leaves you all. Well, she, here I am using the word moist <laughs> for your entire day. You know what? The best way to describe living in Central Florida: um, take a shower, get out of the shower. Don't dry yourself and put clothes on and go about your day. That is how it is like to live in Central Florida, especially this time from March until November ish. That's exactly how it is. October, (laughs) December is a little bit better, but yeah, it's uh, it's still there, man. So it's one of the things we have to deal with living down here. (laughs) No state taxes, though. I love
1: it. Yeah, no, you can't beat that million dollar question for you.
0: Quotes let you see life from another perspective. They can expand the mind and awareness. These are inspirational quotes with Ricky Bias.
1: Inspirational quotes with Ricky Bias. My question for you is do you have a quote ready for us right now?
3: I got something right here. I got something right here. Here we go. The best way not to get upset in any situation is. Oh, my God, I screwed it up. <laughs> the first time ever I screwed it up. <laughs> Normally, I'm ready. <laughs> I think it's TikTok. This is what's happening is TikTok. Zoe wants a Whopper. She wants a, we'll give you a Whopper, Zoe. So, no, no, here we go. Let's let's do it again, JC. Let's let's do it again. No, no, no. Start go ahead. over. Go ahead. I know. I, the floor I is need the yours. Whole thing. The intro, do the intro. Uh, yeah, I yeah, the intro. Okay, I ladies and idea.
1: gentlemen, Ricky buys for his weekly inspirational quote. He's coming in, music, blah, 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 and here he is.
2: Here
4: we go.
3: This one is a bit of a cliche, but the key to happiness is not to expect anything from anybody anything the key to happiness
1: your quote of the week from ricky bias the key to happiness is don't expect things from stuff and things with stuff because things will do stuff that's right that was the most florida quote i've ever heard in my entire life i love you man i love you i love that I love that sound, the sound of the beach down there, too. That's good stuff. Hey, <laughs> so we've got a we got a big show on tap. We've got some uh, big security stuff going on in the world with Edward Snowden uh, calling for spyware trade ban amidst, uh the oh. Pegasus Re- revelations. Uh, moving on down the line with some of the current events that we have on tap for today, video game maker Activision sued over frat boy work Ooh. culture. We're going to be getting into that as well as the Minnesota Vikings firing their assistant coach for refusing to take the COVID test. And on down the line, uh, New Jersey Hospital. They fired six workers who failed to get vaccinated against Mm -hmm. coronavirus. And uh, when will that vaccine be mandated in the workplace as well? We're going to get into this as well as many other things. Before we do, um, this is our first simulcast live on TikTok. Uh, so right. with that, I know we've been talking about TikTok for a long time on the program. We we see a paradigm shift away from like the Facebookings and and the Twitters and some of the other stuff. And and you come over to the TikTok and people just seem happier or dirtier or weirder or whatever. It doesn't matter. It's just a different world, and it's a good world. It's not a bad world. So we're gonna we're gonna try this. We're going to try it for a bit. We're, we're probably going to keep every single one of our shows live here on the Tiki Talkie, as far as I'm yeah. concerned, as yeah. well as record it, put it out in the feed. So if you are not familiar with the program, you can find us on Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Player FM, iHeartRadio. Big shout out to iHeartRadio and the Player FM team as well. Tune in, uh, TuneInRadio.com. All those uh, all those other places out there, if you know uh, there's an app out there, just look for that, Screaming face. From the HR Talk podcast, you'll you'll be able to find us. So, Ricky Baez, over to you. Would you like to get into uh, some of the main current events for the week? Or Act would you it. like to go into our TikTok roundup for the week? I say hold that, no. but...
3: Let's say – let's go to Activision that, because that is a huge one. That I've been following that all week. Our friend David Miklas, um, it's our employment and labor law attorney, good friend of the show. He put it on his page on LinkedIn earlier this week. And JC, I don't know if you read it, but that is just a horrendous work environment and is HR 101 in California out of all places. That is – it's just – it baffles me that in 2021 today we still have that kind of an environment so well, i don't know if you want to kick it out first. L- yeah, break, break it down let's break it down
1: so um yeah. activision has a frat boy air quote workplace culture where male employees banter about their sexual encounters talk openly about female bodies and joke about rape According to a lawsuit filed in by the California Department of Fair Employment and Housing, the DFEH, for that reason and others, the state agency is suing Activision Blizzard, accusing the video game maker of gender pay discrimination and of allowing sexual harassment incidents to go unresolved. The lawsuit filed Tuesday in Los Angeles County Superior Court follows a two-year DEDFEH investigation into Activision Blizzard's workplace culture that found evidence of women being subjected to sexual harassment, including groping, unwanted advances, as well as pay inequities for women throughout the company, state officials said this week. Activision Blizzard, the maker of World of Warcraft, Call of Duty, and other popular video games, said Thursday the allegations are inaccurate. The picture the DFEH paints is not the Blizzard workplace of today. A company spokesperson said in a statement to CBS, Money Watch, adding, We've made significant changes to address company culture and reflect more diversity within our leadership teams. (laughs) They've had drunken cube crawls, which actually sounds pretty awesome if you think about it. Uh, But in the lawsuit, state officials accused top executives at Activision Blizzard all all males of allowing other male employees to routinely torment female coworkers. The workplace culture had grown so toxic that one female employee committed suicide. Yep. According to trip. the lawsuit. Oh my God. Yep. Oh my God. I'm telling um, you this. According this is to, really according to court documents, a female employee committed suicide while on a company trip due to it, due to a sexual relationship she had been having with her male supervisor. Court documents state the deceased woman had been suffering from continuous sexual harassment at work prior to her death, including an incident at a holiday party where the male co-workers passed around graphic nude photos of the female employee, according to the lawsuit. Uh, They also claim women are promoted slower and fired faster. Wow. Ricky Baez, back to you.
3: It's a there was something else in there where where females were not given promotions because they might get pregnant and they might be out of the office. I mean, it's a really, really bad case. And I don't know. I think it's funny that you said that. Well, that you read from that article that leadership is saying that it's not the culture that we have. And then they go off to say we made several changes in the culture. (laughs) So if that's not the culture, why is it? So what are you changing? So anyway, yeah, I, it, I I don't know what what did they change? Do we well, have a report a, of that? Nothing. I don't think they changed anything. But this is an example on why I tell all of my students, JC, when somebody brings in a complaint, you take it seriously and you handle it as quickly as possible. All right. What it sounds. Yeah. I've
1: got a follow up for you here. This is from PC Gamer Magazine. Uh-huh. PC Gamer Magazine. Activision Blizzard employees denounce corporate statements. They say we are here angry and not so easily silenced over 20 current employees, including lead World of Warcraft developers, are speaking out against the company at this time. Back to you.
3: (laughs) This is what happens. This is why the culture became that frat boy environment. And then what happens is if somebody files a complaint, first of all, somebody has to have some kind of a spine to file a complaint because you're going up against the machine. Right. So. Kudos to them for having the courage to step up, especially if they work so hard to get that job They're They're really risking their career to step up and actually make this complaining and concern and HR did not take it seriously. And look where we are right now.
1: Steve Danuser on Twitter, Steve, D-A-N-U-S-E-R, Steve Danuser on Twitter states, like many of you, our team has been going through a mix of outrage, sorrow and hurt, been listening to one another. Looking out after, looking after our friends, and finding ways to support and care for each other. Now we got to roll up our sleeves and fix this shit, as a company and as an industry. That's a tweet from July twenty third, one twenty two p.m. Steve Dan, who's a,
3: um part of the World of Warcraft development team. Got it. Okay, so where was he when all this was happening in the past twelve months? I mean, seriously. So why is it all of a sudden now? They're going to take some action you can't tell me that leadership did not know all these things were were happening at the uh at the office i mean if you open your door and you walk down the hall now <laughs> pandemic right so i don't know if they were in the office or not but all these things would have to have happened in the office for somebody to file a complaint saying that i'm being harassed and we're drinking at the office in the frat boy and en- environment again You have to be able to handle these investigations quickly and fairly, because it sounds like people complain and HR either didn't handle it quickly or they did handle it. But it's just they just botched the investigation and you can't do especially now. First of all, you can't do that anywhere because everybody, women. Men, whatever the case may be, you should be able to go to work and get paid for the talents that you have without the distraction or without the harassment or the workplace violence that exists in the workplace today. So to be able to to um, to do that in the state of California, one of the most employee friendly states in the nation. Why do do you say that? Why
1: do you say California is one of the more employee friendly states for people that may not be aware of that perspective?
3: Because the state of California has so many crazy employee centric laws when it comes to employment and labor law. And I don't say that in a bad way. I'm just I'm just stating a fact. That's why in the H.R. world, when we get our senior professional human resources certification or the professional human resources certification, um, there's a separate one for California on its own, the California professional human resource certification or the california senior professional um in um in human resources the reason that it's there is because there has so many uh, laws when it comes to employment and labor law that goes above and beyond what the other 49 states do so that's why in california you've got to be really careful from an hr and an employment labor law perspective that you do not botch any investigation or violate any law because your organization is going to get slammed like Activision is about to, uh, to to experience.
1: So Chris Metzen, he was a senior executive with Activision. He retired in 2016. He went on Twitter. And on Twitter, he filed a, a very specific letter. I'd like to read okay. this to you. This is dated July 24th, 7.25 p.m. Chris Metzen retired from Activision. Quote, we failed. And I'm sorry. To all of you at Blizzard, those of you I know, and those of you who I've never met, I offer you my deepest apologies for the part I played in a culture that fostered harassment, inequality, and indifference. There is no excuse. We failed too many people when they needed us because we had the privilege of not noticing, not engaging, not creating necessary space for colleagues who needed us as leaders. I wish my apology could make any kind of difference. It can't. After reading so many of the experiences that have been shared over the past few days, a lot of common themes scream out. I was conditioned to think it was normal. I never spoke up for fear of reprisal. I didn't trust HR. Mm. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's a common theme.
3: (laughs) Yeah, it kind of is, right? (laughs) Because you can't.
1: Uh, No, I mean, like, no, you you can't. But we'll get into that. Nothing was going to change anyway. And it goes on and on and on. Friends, colleagues, people I've valued and admired for years were directly harmed because I was not present enough to ask, to listen, to hear these stories when it mattered. Again, these are quotes from Chris Metzen, former senior executive at Activision, talking about the recent ongoings there. He continues on to state, I'm left feeling the same shock, disgust and anger that many of you are and having trouble reconciling the place I knew, loved and worked in for so long with a hard reality that has been presented over the past few days. It's like starting at two totally different worlds, but it's not. It's just one world. And the yawning disconnect between my perception from the top, the crushing reality many of you experienced, fills me with profound shame. (laughs) His letter goes on. Again, this is in regards to the issues at Activision. Ricky, over to you.
3: This is the exact verbiage the exact emotion that should be heard from current leadership, not from somebody that retired five years ago. I mean, seriously, this is what we should. It, it seems like he's the leader of the organization right now from an HR perspective, because he's right. Leadership failed the employees. And what did he see? The privilege of not seeing what's happening? I mean, it, it, it's those are some privilege really of not knowing,
1: not engaging, not creating a Ooh. environment to foster those types of discussions.
3: This is exactly what their leadership right now, who 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 are clocking in to do their job right now, this is what they should be saying, right? I appreciate those words, and I do believe they they are sincere because he's got nothing to gain or lose. He's a retiree, right? So to me, taking away um, his 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 current status of not being with the organization tells me that he's being genuine with it. But. Where's the leadership now? Where's the current VP of HR right now? Where's the CEO of the organization right now? Where are the middle managers? Where where are these senior directors coming out and saying, I'm sorry, this is happening. We're going to fix this shit right now and not let a retiree be that spokesperson. Nothing against retirees, but come on.
1: Co-founder and ex-CEO of Blizzard Entertainment, Mike Morhaime, gave in a statement earlier about the current allegations and lawsuit against Activision. Um, I failed you. Please be aware that we're starting with a trigger warning for the topics of suicide, harassment, rape, and regarding the accusations within this article at Uh Check this out. The title of the article, Activision Blizzard Lawsuit Mike Morhame. In his statement, he says, uh, I'm ashamed. It feels like everything I thought I stood for go. has been washed away. What's worse, but even more important, real people have been harmed And some women had terrible experiences. The fact that so many women were mistreated and were not supported means we let them down. It is the responsibility of leadership to stamp out toxicity and harassment in any form across all levels of the company. To the blizzard women who experienced any of these things, I'm extremely sorry that I failed you. I realized that these are just words, but I wanted Mm -hmm. to acknowledge the women who had awful experiences. I hear you. I believe you. And I'm so sorry I have let you down. Mike Morhaim. Former um, co-founder and ex CEO,
3: another former person speaking out. Co- co-founder <laughs> yeah. and
1: ex CEO, so he's still a co-founder.
3: He probably yeah, no, sa- uh,
1: has stake in yeah. the uh, company
3: of some ways. Yeah. So, dude, we're 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 letting some things like uh, fly over over our heads here. One of the allegations was joking about rape. Is it is that what I read? One of the allegations. So somebody was. Um, it's a frat boy environment. They come into the office at 11 a.m. They start drinking at 11 a.m. They start making all these horrendous jokes. Start, you know, talking about females' breasts. But I think I read something on there that they were even joking about rape. Wait, wait, who, who's hiring these people? I mean, seriously, who is hiring these folks that they create a new So this is a fail on both on 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 two fronts. It's a fail on bringing the right people on board, number one. Number two, it's a fail on current leadership who is in charge of this culture. They're in charge of leading this culture. And they let that go. They let that fly. Nobody who's currently working there right now can say, I did not know that this was happening. It's it's insane. I'm not going to buy that argument. Because if they walk in, if they have regular one on ones with their employees, if they have regular visits to the office, you can't tell me you as a leader walking up and down those cubicles and seeing what's happening that you can't see people starting to drink at 11 a.m. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. All I'm saying is if you're going to allow that kind of an environment, you got to keep a close eye because everybody knows how crazy that's just going to get.
1: So earlier this year or uh, earlier last year, let's let's get mm-hmm. this exactly right. Yeah, earlier this year, March of uh, 2021, Activision Chief Bobby Kotick's stock bonus was condemned by an investment group. The company was doing really wicked good from World of Warcraft, Mm -hmm. and it claims uh, that he was being paid out a $200 million bonus
3: for uh, the good times that they were having. Back to you. Million? $200 million Bonus. bonus? Why was that paid out to him?
1: Because they did good and made money, two hundred million. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it was it was being condemned by their investment group at the time. Okay, yeah, you think? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, holy crap!
2: Yeah. Quote, players going, are players business. are
1: increasingly choosing to connect with our games digitally in the esports team, much like traditional sports, entertainment, yeah. and broadcasting industries. Very similar to the uh, athletic teams at the University of Phoenix, and they have a. Di- <laughs> What was so funny about that? I know, I know. Oh, they have had to that adapt. Was a great football program. Yeah. <laughs> they had to adapt uh, its business due to the impact the pandemic had on live events. An Activision Blizzard uh, spokesperson told Bloomberg in a statement earlier this year. Uh, but despite all the uh, crazy ongoings, yes, a two hundred million dollar bonus was on the table wow. for the. Uh, the chief, body, Bobby Kotick. Now, I, d- I don't know if that was paid out, not paid out, or what the situation was. Bobby,
3: that's that's him, the two hundred million dollar <laughs> man. <laughs> no, 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 the two hundred million dollar bonus man. Bonus man, you got a lot more than that. That's just right. a bonus. But and, hey, we I mean, all know businesses,
1: business in that regard. But rooting back to the issue at hand, the lawsuits that are currently filed and the loss of life—that's that's nothing to shake a stick at, right there. Talk to us I more, mean, please. Think
3: about it. How bad? I mean, it, it, it's. I just. I want to understand what happened um, after that poor girl committed suicide. Why is this coming out now? Now it says it's when this comes out, right? Because when I read this, it, it's. I'm not gonna lie, JC. I. I don't get emotional when I read, you know, articles like this, right? But this one, I got because it just pisses me off. It pisses me off that HR didn't do what they were supposed to do. The leadership didn't really take their time to really take a look at these allegations or maybe it could be you know what now that i'm saying that out loud maybe it could be that hr did step in and hr tried to do the right thing and le- and then leadership said you know what no we're not going to do this because i guarantee jc Wait, so what what would
1: hr do what would hr do the go after specific employees or what what why why was why would in your perspective hr be so omnipotent in this instance to be able to fix the issue where a leader couldn't
3: uh, see, so you just answered it right there. Remember, HR doesn't make decisions for the organization. We advise, right? So we advise to the leaders of the organization about how to handle issue A, how to handle issue B, and we give them options. Whether they take those options or not, is entirely up to the organization. So. OK, so let's go down the road that HR did do what they were supposed to do. They investigated and they make recommendations to let certain people go because of how they were acting in the office and how they were harassing other people and all around creating a hostile work environment. So let's say they did do that. But let's maybe the person who's causing all these trouble is the top earner, is the top performer, somebody who's responsible for 80 percent. And I'm just pulling this on by out of the air, somebody who's responsible for 80% of the sales of the organization. So I could perfectly see somebody who doesn't have any HR knowledge to, and it's only focused on numbers to say, we're not going to let Bobby go. Bobby, he's doing so good. We're going to give him $200 million bonus. I'm not saying that's what happened, but it, it, it's I could see how that could be a situation. And then what's HR going to do? HR can do nothing with that because the CEO or the leadership of the organization told them we're not going to do anything with it. The the only thing HR can do at that time is document that advice because if something like this happens, there's a phase in the in the in the lawsuit. It's called the discovery phase. And in this phase, that's when the judge gives both parties the uh the authority or subpoena to go into the organization and collect any documents, anything that they can see as evidence for Either side, and then if HR documented their their recommendations and documented how they got shut down, nobody can point the finger at HR. And at the end of the day, it is um, going to be the uh, CEO or leadership's problem.
1: So many people don't trust HR, though. I mean that, that this is like a legitimate thing. There was a survey done in yeah. 2018. I just pulled this up, and I I want to parlay directly into this yeah. for a very specific reason because it it contributes to exactly what you're talking about here, right? So mm-hmm. in a survey that was conducted in 2018 by Team Blind they found that at four powerhouse top market cap firms the percentage of the employees that don't trust HR Apple 72% of the employees don't trust HR Amazon wow. 76% percent don't trust HR it's probably higher now in 2021 this is 2018 Google 72% of people that work at Google do not trust HR Microsoft 71% of people that work at Microsoft do not trust HR it's 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 mind-boggling or bottling. It's mind-boggling when you think about it. Yeah. 18 surveyed tech firms, over 11,000 responses in the blind here. The worst performing firm was Intel with 82% of people that work at Intel. 82% of the employees do not trust human resources whatsoever. So it's safe to say, according to this report in 2018, quote, over 50% of employees from every company say that they do not trust HR at the current workplace, end quote.
3: Do they ask what? Do this show what kind of questions they ask? Because I can understand why people would have that perception. And but I think you're doing a it. Example. You're doing it right
1: now. You're investigating the. You're investigating it. Like it's like sometimes maybe it just wants to be
3: heard. Maybe the report just wants you to hear it. I don't want to hear fake data. I want to see fake exactly. Data. This is, that is data from
1: TLNT.com. The title of the article is HR. We have a problem. Up to eighty percent of employees don't trust yeah. us. Written by Doctor John Sullivan, August 27, twenty eighteen
3: so hold on so if i was administering that poll i would want to actually well obviously i would know what kind of questions so the question the
1: question the question was asked and it's right here on the on the top of the page Mm -hmm. right there right at the uh, very tippy top Mm -hmm. do you trust hr at your company
3: yes or no and if the people who say no why don't know why see, so so that's what we need to find out. Because here's why. But Dr. John
1: I, Sullivan, he's an internationally known HR thought leader from the Silicon Valley and he specializes in strategic talent management solutions. Specialized. Yes. Specialized He's he's, he's gotta, very good. He's one of the best. He's very big. He's very great. He's the greatest. I like him. So, uh, but okay, you're tearing well, apart his data here. I mean, this is from twenty eighteen. You know?
3: I'm not tearing that apart. I'm just asking questions that would really help in understanding why there's so many. Well, actually, no, I understand why so many people don't trust HR. And I give a great example, JC. If I go to human, let's say you report to um, I report to you. Right. And I believe the reason you're writing me up, because it's, it's because I'm Puerto Rican. Your reason for writing me up is not because of that. Your reason for writing me up is because I suck at my at my job. Right. At the end of the day. And that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to coach me on the right ways to perform my jobs. And after you coach me and I still don't don't perform to your standards or the standards of the organization, you write me up. I go to human resources and I say, JC is writing me up because I'm Puerto Rican. So they like, I can't believe that they're going to launch an investigation, JC. They're going to go to you and say, Hey, did you write Ricky up against Puerto Rican? You're going to say, no, it's because he's not keeping up with everybody else. And then they go to, to investigate you even further. To see if you're consistent in how you're laying down that law. You wrote five other people in my same scenario from different backgrounds. That rules you out from writing me up because of my nationality. HR comes back to me, tells me that I disagree because you didn't get fired. Next thing you know, an hour later, I take this poll. I don't trust HR because I filed a complaint and I didn't get what I wanted. So multiply that times 70% of the people because that happens quite a bit, JC. A lot of people go that route and HR, not all the time, the really good HR people, they explain why they're not going to take that type of an action. The, the crappy ones are like, we did it. Everything's good. And they go away and they see the person still there without any explanation as to why the person or to give that, that, that employee who filed that complaint, some kind of closure. Some kind of closure about about uh, their concern. But no, that's not happening at all. So, of course, they're going to come out and say they don't trust human resources. That's why if the people who said no, instead of getting the data that this doctor wants to push out and see, an agenda, let's ask why. And if they say that piece, that same scenario, they should not be counted. I'm sorry. They really should not be counted because that's not a fair assessment. It really isn't.
1: Dr. John Sullivan, leading thought leader from Silicon Valley in the world of human resources. Feel free to uh, Google Dr. John Sullivan. He's uh, written over a dozen white papers, conducted over 50 webinars and dozens more other corporate workshops. He's been featured in the Wall Street Journal, Fortune Business Week, Fast Company, CFO, Incorporated, the New York Times, Smart Money, USA Today, Harvard Business Review, the Financial Times. And in addition, he currently writes for the Wall Street Journal experts column, on the ERE Media blog, Dr. Sullivan's been interviewed on CNN, CBS, ABC, Nightly News, NPR, as well as many local TVO radio outlets. And Fast Company called him the Michael Jordan of hiring. <laughs> so I I like I like how I, I'm citing this guy for our discussion today, and you're taking shots at Michael Jordan. But you bring up a solid point. Here's, here's why I say that. Here's why I say uh-huh. that. Because the point that you're bringing up is... No, okay, some people say numbers don't lie, and, and everything's a game of numbers. Numbers, 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 right? Well, the numbers can be skewed to be whatever you want them That's to right. be. I mean, they right. really can at the end of the day. So, yeah, I guess you're kind of right. I'd like to see you and Doc Sullivan go head-to-head. Well, Maybe and, it would be a Nozobard battle.
3: I I don't know. It'd be interesting. Chances are Dr. Sullivan did that, but he didn't publish it, and he should publish it. Because it should give the full picture about what HR truly is. Now, are there people out in HR that give HR a bad name? Absolutely. Way more than I like to admit. Way more. Right. But it doesn't mean that it doesn't mean that the information people are giving, it's true or false. You just have to take a deeper dive into why they're saying yes or why they're saying no to make sure the right information is being pushed All right, out. Because as HR, your goal is you just want to fire them, right? No. As HR, my goal is I want to get fire to the them. bottom of the issue and fire and- them we find out this person is doing all those things and if consistently the organization has separated people because of what they're doing then yes let's fire them but so, otherwise so so if, if the fire's not it
1: so so if they have a family member that did your family wrong a generation ago you're going to make sure that they get fired <laughs> what <laughs> You said you're like a consigliere. You said that earlier. So you're going to hold a grudge and you're going to go after them when they least expect it. Like I mean, going, you might do these things as HR. I don't mean I'm you per se. Do I, go, but...
3: do I go to like the finance department or the marketing department at the end of the week expecting an envelope? And if the envelope is light, <laughs> then the difference gets tacked on to the principal and I'm going to send a couple of guys on a Tuesday afternoon. No, I'm not going to do that. There, I, re-
1: I remember when Bob from accounting he won in a game of pool at the Christmas party. Let's get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. I mean, <laughs> that's, what you, that's what you do in the human resource space, right?
3: <laughs> oh, my goodness. I've, I love the Sopranos so much. They gave such <laughs> a light to the purpose of an envelope above and beyond letters. <laughs> I, <really did. laughs> I like how they handle that. Anyway. So, yeah, dude, right. this situation wrap wrap is really up for
1: Actif- me real quick. Wrap that up so that people just join it right now or if they haven't stayed in for the past 30 minutes just give them a real quick summary of your thoughts
3: activision is in a world of hurt activision is about to learn firsthand the importance of leadership being involved and understanding what's happening in the culture and if something is happening that even to themselves even deep deep inside their gut they know that this is not right that they have to act on it that's number one number two HR, if they did what they were supposed to do, leadership boohoo on you for not listening to what HR said and not following their advice. Because, because if that's exactly what happened, you deserve what's coming to you. You are about to have, you're about to become an example, an example of what workplace violence, workplace harassment and sexual harassment should not be in an office. And, and you look, universities and colleges and all these HR research firms are going to talk about this case for a long time to come. And on the opposite side of that, if HR did not do their job, if people started to complain and HR did nothing about it, then boohoo and you as well. You are the reason why HR has the bad name it has today, and you should not be working in, in that space. If everything is true, you deserve everything that's coming to you.
2: It is. Wow.
3: And I And lo- here's the thing. I love Activision. I love Call of Duty. I play it every weekend. But this is bullshit. This is straight-up bullshit. That should not be happening in any organization ever.
1: Oh, <laughs> <my God>. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wrong wrong sound effect on the back side of that one. Sorry about that there. Hey, oh, as we immediately transition the discussion here, we've got some hotbed stuff going on in the world of yeah. uh, COVID at work and people being fired for COVID vaccines And COVID vaccines not necessarily being fully approved by the FDA just yet. So with that being said, let's start the uh, round robin. This one's going to be pretty interesting. I got 34 minutes in the show. Let's take this up to the top of the hour if we could. So the uh, first one that we have here, this is going to be coming to us from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. This article was written by... Arthur Lee, a very amazing man, Arthur Lee, down at the uh, Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Check out mm-hmm. AJC.com slash news for more details and information. So for the past two seasons, uh, there's a guy by the name of Dennison, Rick Dennison. He served as the Vikings offensive line coach and run game coordinator. He's 63 years old. And he's been terminated for refusing to get a COVID-19 vaccine. Assistant offensive line coach Phil Rauscher was promoted to take Denison's job, and the Vikings hired Auburn University special teams analyst Ben Steele to fill Rauscher's old position. Dennison's dismissal comes one day after the league, the NFL, that is, announced strict new penalties for teams that experience a virus outbreak during the 2021 season, including fines, loss of pay, playing time for unvaccinated players, and even more consequentially, forfeited games. Courtney Cronin on Twitter says Rick Dennison is out as Vikings offensive line coach run game coordinator after refusing the COVID-19 vaccine. Minnesota will promote the assistant uh, guy that we talked about just moments ago. Um, On Friday, Dallas Cowboys head coach Mike McCarthy said 100% of the team's coaching staff had gotten the experimental vaccine. And some of the NFL's most prominent players have spoken publicly against taking the vaccine, including Buffalo Bills wide receiver Cole Beasley and Arizona Cardinals star Andre Hopkins, who both recently indicated that they might consider ending their careers over the issue. Uh, Before we continue and get into this article about people being fired for not getting the COVID vaccine, Ricky, I wanted to ask you about your herpes flare-up and if you have that vaccine yet for that. Have you received the herpes (laughs) vaccine? Um, if not, not you're necessary. fired. You're fired <laughs> for no funny. herpes vaccine. Have you gotten herpes vaccinations? Do you drip, uh, Ricky I Bias? Do you not. drip?
3: None of that is happening. So, None so where's that, so.
1: that fine line between ADA <laughs> I mean, and, and like privacy and pandemic and non-pandemic and that's where, where, what's example. going on? Okay, all right, all right, all right. Give me a good right. example of crossing Here's the line.
3: What? No, here's why. Here's why that's hard, because COVID-19 can be transmitted just by being in the same room with somebody. We could be in the bathroom together and you could get herpes. Um, No, things need to happen for that to be transmitted, sir. What if I shake? What if I shake? What if I just shake a little bit? The hell are we talking about? What if I don't wash my hands (laughs) appropriately? Right. And I pat you on the back. I'm like, hey, good job, buddy. You know? Then my shirt has it then, if that's the case, right? <laughs> no, dude, look, look. Um, I could have sworn yesterday when I read, when I read this, um, something about that. I thought he resigned. Now you're now they're saying he, he was, put, fired. He fired. He was, he was fired. Fired.
2: He was straight yeah, up fired. He was fired. He was
1: fired. Like he had a job, and they fired him because he wanted to get the COVID-19 vaccine.
3: Look, here's my thing, right? If all you had to do was get that, and you decided not to get it, and your career is now in shambles because of it, boo-hoo on you. Boo-hoo on you. Now, here's the thing. Here's what HR comes into place, JC. If he had a condition that would make this vaccine, that condition, that much worse, that's when ADA comes in. The experimental vaccine.
1: Needs.
3: Sure. Sure. I'm not a I doctor. I mean, just, so for, just for the
1: sake of discussion right now, I mean, even though some of us may have gotten it, some of us maybe didn't get it, it's still not FDA approved. It may be approved in the future. I've got an article about that coming up no. momentarily. But for the time being, I mean
3: experimental, got it, it's not I mean, like all if I didn't people, say experimental, people don't know what I'm talking well, about, well listen though,
1: I mean all the people that went out and they rushed and they got the Johnson Johnson vaccine and now like they're growing like extra arms and legs, they they go to the bathroom and they pee out of five holes now, what, what happened, oh my God. what happened, oh I had the Johnson and Johnson vaccine, now I've got three Johnsons, like I that don't was, know what's was... happening, oh no, and have you noticed well, like no one talks about that vaccine anymore, they all talk about the Moderna, the Pfizer, the this, the that.
3: They're, they're like That's arguing. That's one that doesn't get people at third Johnson. <laughs>
1: yeah, right. So. <laughs> so they're arguing over these main financial stakeholders in the workplace about mm-hmm. getting one of these main vaccines. And, and mm-hmm. in the meantime, if you don't do it, you're fired. NFL. So- and didn't they round out last season on the football field playing the foosball? Like everything was completely fine. And they, they, they were mitigating the instances. They were doing what they had to.
3: But now they've upped the level, right? JC, but you have to remember it, in this situation right here, what we're doing, essentially we're building the boat we're currently sailing on. We're doing sailing on the boat and building it at the same time. Nobody ha- nobody in this modern era has been through something like this before, especially how close-knit we are with social media. So I, if people make mistakes, I give them a pass. If people had a hardline policy six months ago and they're taking the complete opposite approach now, I give them a pass as well. I don't think they're flip-flopping or wishy-washy because more information comes out now. This Delta variant didn't really exist this this time a year ago. Now it's here, so but they I can't. Un-
1: they they really don't know how to test for it or nothing.
3: Well, we, I mean, we've got so a couple do do? clips just on that out? coming up in a little
1: bit, too, which is <laughs> so pretty what do we cool. do
3: just hang out until we can. I mean, we have to somewhat get evolve and learn so wait a minute. and after we learn. We send we send information so, out.
1: So you're saying that you're OK if everything locks down again. Because you would evolve and learn and you would lock down things again if that's what you learned.
3: If that's what we need to do to make sure this thing doesn't get out of hand like it did last year for the betterment of, of, uh, of everybody else. Yeah, seriously, I am, I am because we have proven. What
1: about about the amount of people that have died from the vaccine that we don't talk about?
3: Two people in my family did. So yeah. What about it? Yeah. (laughs) What, what about it then? Right? Because here's the thing. And I, 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 I'm not saying I have a better stake in the game than other people. Other people had closer family members pass away, but I had an extended family member, and my my wife had a close family member pass from, away from the vaccine. Not from the. I'm sorry, my bad, my bad. From the virus, not the vaccine. I'm sorry. Yeah, you did say vaccine. I went yeah, straight I did. to COVID. <laughs> yeah, got gotcha, you, got gotcha. you. No, from the vaccine. No, um, I haven't seen that. But if if you have the data. How much is it? What kind of of a percentage is
1: it? Uh, you could Google that. I think there is thousands. I think like I'm I think there is billions. I, I, they call it the Zulu I, variant, yeah, and that's where everyone yeah, dies yeah, from getting know. the vaccine. I don't know about that. <laughs> so after an extended uh, Twitter back and forth on Thursday regarding the NFL's vaccination rules and the vaccine generally, Bills receiver Cole Beasley has been um, fairly silent, but then he did chime in with a lot, lot more to say. But first up was Stefan Diggs, one of his teammates. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's been pretty simple from what this article says at ProFootballTalk.com. Um, let's see here. It goes on to say, non-vaccinated players assume a daily risk of being immediately unavailable because they'll be tested every day. Beasley has yet to tweet in response to today's memo. However, it's becoming harder and harder for anyone to argue. Vaccination status doesn't directly impact a team's competitive interest. And after today's memo, it's impossible to make the argument. After today's memo, every unvaccinated player in the NFL who is not a franchise quarterback or otherwise untouchable due to skill or cap reasons is immediately (laughs) at risk of being cut.
3: (laughs) Look, um, at the end of the day, JC, your boss says this is what needs to happen. Right. And again, like like we talked about yesterday, I'm a little bit on the fence on it. Right. Because I don't think it should be mandatory overall. But because of things are going today, JC, we have proven that we can't be trusted. So, yeah, I can understand why organizations are taking this hard stance. Um, i rather the organizations do it and not the government do it. So that's why I'm I'm more leaning towards being okay with it because the NFL is doing this on its own merit and not letting the government intervene on how they should run that business. But the NFL can, if if they don't take this harsh action, JC, and people don't take this seriously, the NFL could lose a lot of money and they can be held accountable if they're reckless with their policies and people get it and they die. So and if they have this, lots of if money, this people moves forward
1: though too, and this turns into a, a thing right you'll have employers firing people left and right for not getting a vaccine because they said to
3: get one and then that's it you're out of a job period it it's it's happening now how is that any different than you going to school and getting the polio vaccine or the measles or whatever else is out there that we have to get
1: your herpes your herpes (laughs) thing no. So New, Jer- New Jersey Hospital System fired six workers who failed to get vaccinated against coronavirus. A half dozen senior healthcare workers who refused to comply with the New Jersey Hospital System's coronavirus vaccine mandate have ultimately been fired. The latest example of a company taking action against those who push back against vaccine policies. Our W.J. Barnabas Health, the largest healthcare system in the state of New Jersey, said in May all team members at the supervisory level or above would be required to complete their course of coronavirus vaccinations no mm-hmm. later than June 30th. The idea was they would set an example for other staffers and the state's residents in fighting the spread of the virus. The vast majority, 99.7 percent, complied and were fully vaccinated. I love when they give a stat like that. Ninety nine point seven of our senior leaders did it. There's 0.3 of Bob that was just too hammered to, like, fully absorb the juice. (laughs)
3: 2.5 kids, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 2.5 kids. So Uh, in June, Houston Methodist, one of the first health systems to require the coronavirus shot, dismissed or accepted the resignations of 153 workers who did not comply with the Houston-based hospital system to mandate vaccines. So uh, healthcare workers and football players are getting fired left and right. Back to you.
3: JC, and I'm sorry, brother, I agree with it. I agree with it. I do, right? Because especially healthcare workers, healthcare workers, they work in an, in an environment where almost everybody who walks into that environment willingly or not willingly have an issue with their immune system. Some They're sick. Something's happening, so they're vulnerable. So why would we create such a big super spreader event? Let's get everybody vaccinated. You know now, what I'd love to see?
1: I would love to see. I would love to see lawyers step up. And uh, who's who's going to take care of people that got vaccinated that want to uh, try to get some remediation for their own physical woes and ailments after saying, okay, my employer coerced me into getting this. I went and got the shot. And now mm-hmm. I'm dying. My heart is stretching out. My arteries are thinning. I'm having issues with blood clotting. I'm X, Y, Z. Who's going to stand up for those people? Where's that lawyer? I want to see those people. I want to see that case law.
3: Well, I'm pretty sure at some point that's going to come out and that's going to happen. And just, just listening to this for the first time from you and thinking just outside the box right now, I can see the attorney for the employer saying, well, that's not on us. That's up to the vaccine. We told this shit was going to be good. We're trying to protect our employees. So hey, it was a bad batch. You need to sue J&J, Moderna, Moderna. Um, I don't know, Four loco, whoever you, you you went to to get a vaccine, whatever. Four um, Loko. So, i local. tell you what, man. That's, uh, yeah.
1: I butt chugged the coronavirus vaccine in a Four loco in Orlando. Listen, chug- to <laughs> Listen to you. Listen to you. So the ultimate question, I'm going to go over to News10.com real quick. When will COVID vaccines get full FDA approval? News10.com written by Sarah Darmagian. This dated July 22nd for you. Sarah who? Darmagian. So yep. full approval of COVID-19 vaccine is, air quote, inevitable. Approval rests squarely on the shoulders of the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. It's only a matter of time, she says. Uh, grant a priority to review status of Pfizer's COVID vaccine application for use in people 16 and older on July 16th, giving them six months to review Pfizer's clinical trial information. Although they said they don't need to prolong the process, approval could be held up until January of 2022. I do believe that's when their experimental trial uh, period ends. Anyways, right? So, uh, passed in 1992, the Prescription Drug User Fee Act, goal date of January 2022, reflects the PDUFA deadline for priority review, but does not meet approval, will not happen before that time. The Prescription Drug User Fee Act. So, there, there's like, a whole bunch of like different things going on here. Emergency use of COVID-19 vaccines by age group. They explain that out the tracking of the COVID-19 vaccinations in the regions, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. Um, still not yet fully approved of by the FDA. Something to consider. And you can lose your job now, depending on who you work for. Man, if you don't get you something can't. that's experimental,
3: but then you can't sue anyone. And there's no one to just represent be- you. If something goes wrong, it. it just needs to happen. Yes, there is. Remember, attorneys are – look, right now, right now, anybody can sue anybody for this right now. But what happens is because it's not such a slammed-on case, attorney says, look, I'll I'll take on this case, and I'll fight for you. I need 20 grand down, though. <laughs> Do you have that in your back pocket for, for a fight that you may not win? That's not going to happen, brother. But what's going to happen is if this thing gets bad enough – to where it gets enough public interest, enough public notice to where an attorney may see this is a slam done case and he or she may get some kind of exposure by representing so and so against X company. But yeah, an attorney might take it with no money up front, knowing they can get a lot of money on the back end on top of the recognition from the media with the exposure by taking on this case. We need we need more time for that.
1: So on one hand, you're cool with letting everyone go. Firing them if they don't get the vaccination, given the situation. On the other hand, let's go over to Reuters.com. On July 23rd, Federal Appeals Court late on Friday reversed course and let stand a lower court order prohibiting the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention from enforcing coronavirus-related cruise ship rules in the state of Florida. In the latest brief statement, the three-judge appeals panel said it had withdrawn its earlier order on its own and was now rejecting the government's request because it had failed to demonstrate an entitlement to stay pending appeal. The CDC said that even though it cannot require cruise ships to abide by the sale order, it will enforce its separate transit mask requirements on cruise ships in Florida that opt Mm -hmm. not to follow the now-voluntary program. All cruise ships in Florida will still be required to report individual cases of illness or death and ship inspections, sanitary measures to prevent the introduction, transmission, or spread, according to the CDC, late on Friday. Now, cruise lines ensure that 95% of passengers, nearly all crew, are vaccinated, can bypass simulated voyages and move more quickly to resuming commercial trips and can allow vaccinated people to avoid masks in inside common spaces, according to CDC's conditional sale order. Masks are not required in outdoor areas on the cruising ships. The CDC stated that they remain committed to working with the cruise industry and seaport partners to ensure the safe resumption of operations. Florida Attorney General Ashley Moody said that the state is pleased that the appeals court has lifted the prior order, allowing the preliminary injunction to be in place. All but guaranteed to lose yet another summer cruise season while the CDC pursues its appeal, the state said in its filing to Supreme Court. Long story short, it ain't over. It continues. The battle (laughs) rages on for cruise ship
3: supremacy in the state of Florida. So, look, I'm going to go back a little bit. It's not, on the other hand, I'm here or I'm there. At the end of the day, I don't want the government intervening into businesses to say what they should or should not do. It really should be up to the individual businesses. And that's what the NFL just did. And that's what cruise lines are doing now. If the business you haven't a, a a relationship with, or you're going to work for, you got to follow their rules. If you don't follow their rules, then you either get fired or you leave. So, like that one coach, you don't want to do it. That's fine. Then you value this this stance over your football career. So, in the meantime,
1: to, go ahead, hop on that
3: cruise ship. You're cool. No, but no, but look, in the cruise ship, I I don't know about the other ones, but look, I'm about to go on a Disney cruise next year. And I got an email from them um, uh, last week saying, "Hey, we have some enhanced uh, uh, COVID-19 social distancing protocols." And I found it very interesting. I'm looking it up right now, and I just, I just found it really, really interesting because this is what a lot of organizations are going to end up doing, right? So here is what Disney Cruise Lines has sent all of their, all of their um, um, uh, uh, guests. At the end of the day, what's going to end up happening, JC, is if you're not vaccinated, then you have to get a a, a COVID test. And it's got to be negative between 24 hours and five days before cruising. Then you have to get another test at the terminal. And then you got to wear a mask and be um, uh, um, in the ship. And you have to buy the trip insurance. And the trip insurance needs to have a medical coverage just in case you get sick or something happens and now you have to be transported away. You, They will not let you sail unless you have those things. How do you waive all that? Show, that, show that, that you were vaccinated. Now that right there told me that I'm like, oof, so they're laying down the law for people to be vaccinated. All right, that's fine. Just like the NFL, that's that, that's an organization. That's what they're going to do. Now we're talking about guests, not employees. We're talking about guests. Now they're dealing with their business because if a coach gets fired, then all right, a coach gets fired. But now we're talking about the bread and butter of their business. They're talking about their guests who pay tons of money every year to go on these cruises. And now they're requiring this. So then how does that? So what if somebody, who doesn't want to get vaccinated. Their job is saying they need to have it. They now want to go on a cruise. The crew says they need to have it. They're, they're under a lot of pressure. The anti-vaxxers are under a lot of pressure right now because everywhere they turn, everywhere they look, they got it. They, they have to get this vaccine. At some point, JC, that has to sink in. Like, wait a minute. All this is happening around me. Is it me? Should I change my stance? And then some people are just, you know, they're so they're still so dug into their heels. They're just going to continue on with it. But it, it's not everybody can take that kind of stress. Not everybody can take that kind of pressure. They just have to take a step back, look in the mirror and reassess what they value because this world is moving forward with it. Yes, I get it. It is experimental. But I mean, you keep saying that, but they had to release it right? because more people were dying. And and right now, JC, 97 percent of the people who, who are who are hospitalized, unventilated because of the Delta virus are unvaccinated people. Ninety seven percent. I mean, what does that tell you? So it's it's going up. It's uh, it, it's it's going to be a bigger issue. It's going to be worse than last year unless we're responsible enough to do something about it. it it's.
1: How do they they test for the Delta variant?
3: I don't know. I don't know, to be honest. Do you?
1: Everyone's uh, like you were just proclaiming, like you were just beating that drum. You're like the Delta variant, Delta variant, Delta variant, Delta variant. Every news outlet, Delta variant. How do they test for it? There's actually a great clip from TikTok, part of our TikTok roundup segment. If we start a reverse order, it's going to help us out here. But if you could first, please stand by. you are it's the weekend you have a cocktail in your hand and you're sitting on the toilet nothing to do so you say to yourself hey let me go on tiktok so you log in you notice and realize that your friend just sent you 72 separate videos that you get to watch in succession from funny cats to conspiracies and dancing people in between Ladies and gentlemen, this begins our TikTok Roundup segment. Some of the best clips that we've heard through the span of the week. Brought together straight for you here on the HR Talk Podcast. Ricky Baez, back to you. So we had a, one of the first clips here is uh, from a guy that called the um, called the main hotline for coronavirus detection in the state of California, right? What's, it, what's right. His, this- what's
3: his user handle and... Uh, what, what's what's
1: his name? What's his ticky-tocky I, name?
3: I'm just gonna spell his user handle. X X S R L E O X X so X X S All right, let's it. Here we go. Check it out.
0: Sounds like a runaround to me. You sheep awake yet. Is this the Orville
3: Hospital? This is Orville Hospital
0: COVID
1: clinic. Oh, okay. I just had some uh, questions about some
0: testing you guys do, the, the COVID testing you guys do. Uh-huh.
1: I was just wondering if you'd test for the different variants.
0: No, we don't.
1: So you don't test for the Delta variant?
0: No, we did not. You have to have a special lab. We do not have the facility to test for the variant. They just test for the antigen. So, how would you tell if you have the Delta variant? And you would have to find a place that would test for it. And I think the closest lab that's testing for the problem, test problem, variant would be COVID probably Sacramento. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so how would we know if we had the variant? Well, what's, what's the difference between the two? <laughs> to be honest with you, I'm not sure. Sounds like a <laughs> runaround to me. <laughs>
1: All right, so so that's actually kind of interesting, though. You got to admit, you got to admit to yourself, though, for a second. Why are you rolling your eyes? Come why on. why are you digging and rolling Come your on. eyes and and getting ready to set sail on on the go Obama ahead. steam train or something here? Say I Mitch, mean, take it easy say. for a second. Me
3: what are you going to say? No, go seriously,
1: ahead. for a second here.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: What? Uh, don't patronize me with those eyes. I'm not. Look, I'm Look at listening. you. Uh-huh. I'm listening. You go uh-huh. ahead.
4: You go, go ahead, go right Ricky ahead. Bias. Yeah, no, seriously.
1: Explain to me Uh, your perspective then on what they just said when he called the coronavirus hotline and said, how do you test for this then? How do you know whether or not you have the Delta variant? And she said, I don't know. Tell you the truth. I mean, that's that's telling. That's telling to us, isn't
3: it? Yes, that's telling that that one agent that picked up that phone doesn't know how to answer that question. You're 100 percent right. So who does then? You sound like, you know. (laughs) No, no, no. I don't know, but I know how call centers work. I know how call centers work and I know how they staff and I know how they put people in positions relatively quickly just to fill seats and not train them properly. That what that guy should have said, "Okay, can you connect me to to somebody who does know how that happens? Can because you find us someone get, Can sorry? you find
1: us someone or could you find us an article or something then that tells us how they test for the Delta variant and how they know what it is?" That's what I'm curious I, about.
3: Well, I'm sure Aren't the information you? is out there. Aren't now, you hold though? On, I, I am, but as far as this can we find is concerned, hold on, hold can on, we, we find can. something then As far that as tells this us more. is concerned, where this guy failed when he didn't get the answer to his question, then like anything else, a customer calls in and they don't get the answer, can you connect me to somebody who does if they don't get the answer? Okay, I got Did you. So, pretty...
1: so typical HR response, but let's back off the edge no, that for that No, it's not a
3: typical second. HR response. It's common sense. You're doing That's an investigation
1: on your own words now. So okay, seriously though, like is there by chance anywhere something on the internets that lets us know how they can test for the delta variation? I can't I'm find sure anything. Is. I can't find anything. I've been digging. So even before the program today, I found one article from desertnews.com dot com or Deseret, I don't I don't know. Let's see. D E S E R E T dot com. Deseret News. And this okay. one's dated july twentieth, written by Herb Schreiber. Schreibner Okay. It's titled, is there a specific COVID-19 test for the Delta variant? Okay. And it gets into it and talks about the, the tests. And if you're really interested in knowing if you have the Delta variant, you may want to try out the polymerase chain reaction testing platforms, which looks at genetic variations within the virus to determine its strains. However, that test can no longer, that test can take longer than a rapid test which takes about 30 minutes. PCR tests can take a few days to get the results and include some biological details about the virus that you're infected with. Those faster diagnoses may be able to sense whether or not you're generally infected with COVID, but not necessarily whether it's the Delta strain specifically. So... Mm. I'm I'm just curious in general like these are all words these are very nice words big words great words the internet has got some very fantastic words I love the words they, they, do. they don't they say words. anything they say nothing they tell us nothing about how they know the differential between what is the actual like how how do you know it's the delta variant that's that's all I'm asking I don't know do you I don't know either I don't no, I, know. I don't know I I don't know. Okay, so do that. Exactly. So (laughs) like, okay, you're in HR, and then you got someone else in operations, and then you're going home, you're drinking your beer, you're having a good time. You're chilling with your friends, you're out, you're singing karaoke, doing whatever. And everyone's like, oh my God, Delta, 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 Delta. And it's like, cool, great buzzword. Tell me more. I can't, but the Delta's coming. It's going to get you. Yes, guess what? On Christmas. Santa's coming too. You know, like, I, I mean... He does, okay. (laughs) He does, right? He does. Like, something is happening. I'm not saying it's completely mythical, but give me some more meat. Give me something to chew on here. And in the meantime, people are losing their jobs, and employers are empowered to fire people for not getting the vaccine because of the fear of the Delta variant, and nothing can be explained about the Delta variation. So now it's back to HR for a second.
3: I hear what you're saying. Because I would want to know more information as well, right? Um, As far as everything else is concerned. So from the employer
1: side, though, you blindly have to just follow what the CDC says. Yeah?
3: You have to trust what they say to some degree, JC. I mean, they're the experts, and experts make mistakes. But at the same time, an employer can make their own choices, right? An employer, yes, yeah. I would rather the employer do it, but if the employer doesn't know what they're doing, they have to they have to go to the experts, right? They would have to go to the experts. Look, JC. It, it, look. Whoa, 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 whoa. hang on a
1: second. Uh huh. I I'm all for good conversation, but the way you say that to me, it makes me feel like you're patronizing me, though. Like, look, JC. Like, come on, come on, stay with me, stay with me. Don't don't go, professor, investigate me. Come Bird, on. What what? It's what, HR. What, There's, what, no what, it's so HR. There's no trust what, what, with HR. There's no trust with HR. It's no, no dude, dude, there's no trust in HR. Yes, there is. Oh, my yes, God. Yes, there is trust in HR. Oh. I'm going to of your flowers, bro. Everyone hates no.
3: HR, though. I'm trying not well, to hate you right now. <laughs> you see? Because I'm not giving you the answer that you want. All of a sudden, HR is hated. But it's,
2: but it's you reality. Can't,
1: okay, so, you know, so is reality to play both sides of the coin when it comes to someone's job i understand that we have to play politics to a certain point inside the workplace when we're talking Uh about hr policies and business needs and being the consigliere and you have to smooth the waters over and do what you need to and when we already know that more than 50 percent of people distrust hr already where's that dividing line between i'm playing both sides of the coin and i am gonna just lay it down and we're gonna go with the decision
3: you have to make a decision about, uh, about your health and about your finances. And the organizations draw, a line in the sand and then you have to draw one too. I mean, it's, it, it's, it's, it's a relationship. It's a partnership. It's a deal at CarMax. It's, well, not CarMax, but it's a deal at any other car dealer where, you know, there's give and take and there's some compromise. People have to make a decision, JC. But here, here's my thing. Here's my thing. My thing is this is real. People have died from it, and it's very real, right? And, and I know some people are out there, don't believe this is the thing, right? But I have seen it. I have seen family members in the hospital. I have seen family members pass away. So this is a real thing. And I get it to some people when they hear about something's happening, they don't experience it. It just wipes from their from from existence in their mind. And I'm here to tell you, just because you haven't seen it happening, it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. It's don't put, out don't there put that system. on me.
1: Don't put that on me. I'm, and don't say it to me that putting, way. I'm not putting that on okay, you. Because I, it, I, I, people, I just want to be clear for everyone, because you have said J.C. multiple times that but not there. right now you're not mm-hmm. talking to me because that doesn't reflect me. I just want to no, no, I want to be clear I'm,
3: about that. I don't know. Sounds guilty. You, you said because I, I didn't say you at all. Nothing. I said people don't people thread both in sides. General, of the, don't thread that. both sides
1: of the fence here. People in general. I, I appreciate you general. clarifying that. Thank you.
3: Yeah. People in general do 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 feel that way. And that's fine. That's entirely up to them. The fact of the matter is businesses are taking a hard stance and it's up to you as an employee. It's up to you as a as a patron of a business, whether you want to patron that. that so I got that a question business. for so you. you I got a question at? for
1: you. So let's it. say you got vaccinated because you want to keep your job and your employer is threatening to fire you. Mm-hmm. Now, your children at home are under the age of 16 mm-hmm. and you don't want to head down that path yet maybe you personally don't feel that your children should yet have that vaccination, Mm -hmm. but your employer mandated this and you take care of your family. So you do what you got to do. And you did it. You went and you did it. What where are you in that mix? Maybe not you as an individual, but if you could hypothetically place yourself in the shoes of that individual, where, where are you in the mix? Because if the threat and fear Delta Delta is coming and it's coming after the unvaccinated and now you got to worry about your kids but you still got to do everything at work every day at what point do you remove yourself from your home at what point do, where where does the line get drawn for an individual like from your perspective if you had to think about that for a moment what would you do?
3: I would have to make I would have to take a step back and take a hard close look at what I value Do I value putting food on my table? do I value that research that is out there already? One does not have to be against the other. They're no, not no, each no, and- no, 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 no. It's not the research.
1: It's not the research. It's the, you don't, you didn't get your kid vaccinated and you're not ready to have your kid vaccinated. Okay. And, and I'm not saying that this is you in particular. Your feelings about oh. this might be different. You guys might all line up and get the shots every Sunday for fun and then go have lollipops. I, I don't know what you do. I don't, I, you do you. Okay. I'm good uh-huh. with that. But mm-hmm that hypothetical person out there that went ahead and got the shot because they didn't want to lose their job and they still want to pay the bills mm-hmm. and keep the family fed, and then now the kid or kids, plural, aren't vaccinated. Put mm-hmm. yourself in that shoe. Like, like, what do you do if this is the big threat and fear? And, and we're, we're following the CDC. We're following this. We're doing what the employers say. And everyone's saying, if you're unvaccinated, you're going to die. You're going to die. You're just going to die.
3: And then here, so- what do you do? Because you so about research. What would you do? It, it is about research. And if I believe the research, then I how, would. How would you I research would, it? How would you personally research it if you were in that position? I w- so I would go online, multiple different sources to see what are the common themes. And I'm not talking about Fox or CNN or CNBA. I'm not talking about those jokers. I'm talking about going to the CDC. CDC is not journalism. CDC actually has scientists working there and comparing that to independent medical journals and see how those things correlate. What's the difference? What is the common theme? And based on what I find there, what I'm comfortable with, I'll go ahead and get my child uh, my, my child vaccinated. That's what I would do. But it's got to be that you find information from a credible source or, that it's not or, sensational. Or maybe,
1: or maybe you wouldn't. Or maybe you would choose not researched. to. Maybe your research leads you down the path of not doing that.
3: Okay, got it. Like so an like NFL,
1: like an NFL football player that may mm-hmm. not be comfortable doing it, that doesn't want to lose their job, that doesn't want to have their kids vaccinated, and they want to continue keeping their job, and they want to continue k- taking care of their family.
3: How? But tell me, how is that any different? That me. Just an example, me being a, it's a really devout Christian who doesn't believe in abortions and me working for an organization that believes in abortions. I got to make a decision for myself whether I want to work there or not. So based on my beliefs and my values. So I'll leave, right? If it's that hard for me, I'll leave or I can separate it. I can go ahead and just separate those two thoughts. And I'm like, I'm going to go in there. I'm going to perform a job and in exchange, I'm going to get a paycheck. I don't care what they believe in. So I'm going to go ahead and, and bring my money home. That's what I have to do as a head of a household, as the major breadwinner in the family. So I got to make a decision. There's no difference between those two scenarios. So going back to your example, let's say if I don't believe in the research I see and I'm not going to get vaccinated, that's fine. Then I'm not going to do it based on my belief system. But if I want to bring home the bacon on Friday, I better make a decision on whether I, I need to suspend those beliefs for eight hours a day. <laughs> I mean, seriously, it's 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 really up to you. So I can't get involved in that, and the government's not going to get involved in that. That right there should have been my my quote of the week.
1: Too late, too late. You already burned your quote (laughs) of the week. So that's our first clip from TikTok. Moving on to our second uh, TikTok clip roundup here. What's the uh, what's the next one that you have in line? If you could, please.
3: Keep going. Keep going. Keep I got to find that. I
1: wasn't ready, brother. Oh, you're killing ready. me here. You're always going to be wasn't ready.
0: ready. You just played
3: the music, man. All right. Oh so, God. for anyone
1: just still tuning in or sticking with us, maybe we flare things up in argument for the sake of ratings. Maybe it's an actual discussion. Who knows? Maybe, maybe the argument's as real as the vaccine. All right. I got one. I got <laughs> okay. Right. There you go. There you go. I got one. Okay. Our second, could... uh, second clip from the TikTok roundup. Back to you, Ricky.
3: This is Doe Knows Things from TikTok. Trigger warning for Americans who had to take unpaid maternity leave. Check it out.
0: Every employed person in Denmark is entitled to five weeks paid vacation time. Pregnant mothers are entitled to four weeks off before their expected due date. And both parents are entitled to anywhere from 12 to 46 weeks off after the baby is born. It is illegal to have working conditions that do not have windows. If a company has more than 10 employees, they must provide showers because people here in Denmark like to bike to work and that way they can shower when they come to work. The work here
3: is thirty seven hours. Oh wow. They have to have showers. <laughs> so she says if they have it's illegal to, to put somebody to work in a place that doesn't have windows. Is that what she said?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> okay, got it. So no, yeah. So um uh, paid maternity, paid vacation. Look, um I've 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 never been there. I would love to go there. I would love to spend some time that to fully understand what the workforce is, is all about. But I'm pretty sure um, – actually, I'm pretty sure the government kind of kicks in sometimes because otherwise I don't see businesses how would survive um, having to pay uh, vacation like that mandatory, having to pay all these things. So I'm sure the government kind of kicks in a little bit of credit and incentive for doing that, and there's some kind of reimbursement in the uh, in the back end. But, man, I, I love those rules, I guess. I love those regulations. And now now I'm on the other fence here because at first I'm like – uh, I don't want the government involved, but this sounds really, really fun. <laughs> so, <laughs> really okay. does, so, so
1: in one brief moment, you don't want the government involved, but now you do want the government involved, right?
3: When it's, I don't know. When it's like that, she kind of changed my mind over in Denmark, man. <laughs> now, I don't know if that's a government thing. I don't know if that's a rule. I mean, obviously, it, it's got to be the rule imposed by the government. That has to happen, right? But, um, yeah, I like that. I really do like that, um, especially the uh, the paid five weeks, five weeks, a month and a week paid vacation. That is insane. And can you take it all at one time? I would love that.
1: All right. So back to you with the next clip.
3: Go ahead. All right. With the next clip, we are going to bring up, this is the CEO. CEO who? Let's find out. See, it real Real Keenan N. Butler, CEO, Keenan Butler. Let's see what Keenan has
4: to say. Just something to keep in the back of your mind. The problem with most people is that they're playing the world's most unrewarding game. And the name of the game is follow the follower. There's a story about a small town in which there was a jewelry store. And like all jewelry stores, uh, or most jewelry stores at least, he had a big clock in his window. And every morning for years, he'd noticed a working man stop adjust his pocket watch to the same time as the clock in the window. He'd been doing this for many years, and one morning the jeweler was out in front sweeping a sidewalk, and so he asked the man, he said, tell me, why do you uh, adjust your watch to my big clock every morning? I've noticed you're doing that for years. The man said, well, I'm the foreman down at the big plant. He said, I want to make sure my watch is correct because I blow the quitting whistle every night at five o'clock. The jeweler looked at him rather strangely for a minute. He said, well, that's funny. He said, I've been setting that big clock in the window by that quitting whistle all these years. A very logical thing but they could have been off six months it was a case of a person just going along with what he thought to be correct without checking his references so i want to suggest that from now on out at least we do that that we check our references and ask ourselves are the people i'm following going where i want to go mm-hmm. let me tell you the story of what we might that, call that, a, that's
2: a uh,
1: that's that's a good quote to follow right that's
0: there that President, really is
1: Tell that, me your thoughts said, on that one Ricky Baez. go ahead.
3: It, it's uh we now every human being does this, and it takes it takes some effort Be, to being, kind of bring, being being uh, being yes, right, yes not yes, being
1: not like lima bean,
3: bean, bean being. Bean. You know even if i said bean it's not going to throw people off cuz i said human <laughs> in front of it right? <laughs> so whatever. No
1: cuz people <laughs> asking they're like a human bean? bean. What is a
3: human bean? Yeah, right the right? no wonder. All right so mm, go ahead go ahead do what do you got? What do you got? <laughs> No, look, it, it's um, it, it's just with everything else, human beings, beings, when they when they're looking for answers, they have to take a a a a hard approach and take a step back, and not try to find the answer that you're looking for. You just need to find the right answer for what you're looking for. What does that mean? That means that oh, oh I know, <laughs> Go ahead.
1: I know what that means from the employer perspective. Mean? If you're in HR, you're just trying to find the reason to fire someone, I guess.
3: No, that is not oh, true. Oh, that is okay. actually what some people do when they file a complaint. I'm going to get that person fired and then make us some bullshit to Bingo. get that person fired. Well, exactly. And that ain't happens, right. right. That's not right. It's not right at all. No, it's not. But in this particular situation, it's it's you You have to take the scientist's approach. The scientist doesn't care one way or the other where a test would come out. They just care that there is a methodology to make sure they get the answer for that test. Yes, Tishy.
1: Some people, are, some, some people don't care about the scientist approach anymore, though. I mean, let's be honest to it. Yeah, I, no, no, no. And here's my point. I'm not a scientist. I don't want to be a scientist. I just want to be left alone. I want to drink <laughs> some beer and grill some steaks. I ain't no scientist.
3: I, look, I get it. I get it. But Just right because now, it's we...
1: 2021 doesn't mean you have to be a scientist.
3: Aren't we all scientists in the past 18 months? Haven't we all been thrown into this big no, no, era no. trying to figure out what's right for us or not? not and at we all. have to we're a look all, at not. No, we don't?
1: No, we are not stop. Stop. Don't put those words in my mouth. We're not all scientists. Stop. There. <laughs> we're not all scientists. What I'm saying is is over these past twenty-one months, we are now all experts. It doesn't matter what in what, but you're an expert in something. <laughs>
2: What the
3: hell?
1: Yeah, no, everyone. No, in 21 months, everyone became an expert. What are you an expert that in? Is true. What are you an expert in? True. Well, it doesn't yeah. matter. I'm an expert in tequila. Thanks. <laughs>
3: you know, well, why? I mean, why, why? Because you drink it, but do you know where it comes from? Do you know how it's made? Do you know how, how different tequilas are different? What kind of Holy plant? crap. Player? You are Gosh, in HR. You're really fun you at parties. I, I actually I am. I know you are. <laughs> I really am. <laughs> we actually <laughs> really have
1: am. a blast. <laughs> we do. All right, go ahead. Um, go ahead. Finish your long drawn out thought.
3: No, long drawn out, whatever, dude. This guy is 100% right. Just make sure that even even if the answer you get is the answer that you were looking for from the get go, dig in deeper and find out where these sources are coming. Same thing with that tech tech guy calling that 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 organization and getting the answer that he wanted, and he didn't proceed further just to get some clicks. Same thing. Check your references. Ask for more information to really get to the bottom of what you're trying to look for. It's really the information you need to prove whatever. Theory you're out there to prove. That's what I'm saying.
1: 100 percent agree with you, exactly just like any other situation. You run into uh you run into a deal where someone claims one thing and they beat that drum, and if, if they just say it over and over again, you'll comply, you know. Sometimes uh maybe you don't just have to blindly listen. This parlay is directly into our next one, if you've got that ready.
3: Does it? Here we go. This is Ryan Parsellelli from TikTok people suck sometimes that's just that's just the name of it here we go
2: let's see what he says i had a huge heart i donated more money in labor than i actually took in in revenue my first year in business i took on 24 charity clients Only two out of the original 24 still remain. As Time went on, I just started getting taken advantage of. We had the guy that lost his job and I did free lawn care for him for over a year. Conveniently failed to tell me when he got a job and I continued doing lawn care for him for two months. When I found out about it, I questioned him and he fired me on the spot and my heart got a little smaller. Then I had the sweet old lady who was super grateful, and every time I went there, she gave me snacks and drinks. When she passed away, God rest her soul, and her family came in to sell the house, they yelled at me for not trimming the bushes and fertilizing the lawn. When time came to landscape the house to get it ready for sale, competitor over me because of $75. They knew I'd been doing this for two years for the woman, and my heart got a little smaller. At had the church. All winter long, $15,000 in tree work. Dump fees totaling $1,500. I told them I needed the money for the dump fees, I'll donate all the labor. When I finished the job, they gave me $1,500 payment, and they didn't consider the rest of it a donation, didn't give me the tax-deductible form for it. And my heart got a little smaller. Then I took on another elderly woman. But every time I went to her house, she yelled at me for one thing or another. Second, she took it out on my employees, I was done. And my heart got a little smaller. Then I had the housewife that always needed help and never had the budget to do the work she needed. And I gave her tons of free work. I made a small mistake on quoting her for materials and she refused to pay it. Turns out she didn't actually really need the help. I had a guy whose house was getting foreclosed on to me. He had help before the bank came and foreclosed his house so he could sell it. He actually was a repo realtor, and he was selling the house for profit. I found out because movers were moving things into his house, and I questioned them because I thought it was suspicious. And now, after being burned so many times, I got nothing left to give to you people. So if you want to know why some business owners may seem cold, why all we care about is profits and the bottom line, I bet more of us than not started out with a huge heart wanting to just help people. But most people suck and you rubbed me into the ground and you took away all my will to help people. Now I fear there is somebody out there that genuinely needs my help and they're not going to get it. In fact, I will only do charity work to a registered organization that's going to give me a tax write-off at this point. And my heart got a little smaller.
3: He's he's got a point. Oh, you don't like that? No, I'm sorry. The whole balloon thing and the act. What's the common denominator in everything he said? Him. He's the comedy. Something's wrong. Wow. No, I'm sorry. Wow. Something is wrong. I've done charity work and I've asked nothing in return and I've gotten more in return. So who is he hanging around with? I mean, seriously. Now, out of all the charity work that I do, right, maybe 5%, 5% of the people screw me over. Okay, that's fine. I'm not going to let that 5% dictate how I treat the other 95%. But it seems so like So if, if you run into a business to.
1: owner though, if you run into a business owner, well, I'm sure he's had more than that amount of. Who knows? I don't know the guy. Maybe that's all know. the clients it, that he's had. Was it? What's his name on the TikTok
3: again? What's his name? Uh, Ryan Ryan Passarelli on TikTok.
1: Okay, that's his name. Ryan Passarelli on TikTok. So yep. and a lot of us saw that video over the past few days or so. It's been going around. Um, to me, I'm I'm listening to his thing and I'm like, hear you 100, percent man. Because sometimes you got to root it back to just core business, right? Sometimes you got to get down to core business. You can only take advantage so long, and sometimes someone sets their price, and you don't like it. It doesn't fit with what you're looking for. You, like, eh, it's a little bit too much. I'll go with somebody else. I'm going to do this, or that, or the other. And if it doesn't fit someone's business model, it doesn't fit their model at that point in time. Situations happen that change the dynamic of individuals.
3: J- JC, what did I say in my uh, in my thought of the week? I don't know. It really didn't make any sense. No, it's I, making sense, perfect sense right now. The key to success, the key to happiness is not to expect anything from anybody or anything. He went into these agreements expecting all these things from people. That's a good point, actually.
1: That's a good yeah, point. He, You've actually finally he, made he, a he, good yeah. point.
3: I agree. Well, it, don't, sound, don't sound so surprised, right? <laughs> I'm acting all surprised. Wow, Rick. No, I mean, he went and <laughs> expected something in return and he didn't get it, so he's pissed. So why don't you just do it out of the goodness of, of your heart? Maybe right? he did. And then, Maybe he did, not he got burned no, already too many times. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. He expected something in return. Otherwise, he wouldn't be doing this video. Man, whatever. I'm sorry. I don't buy it. Maybe I don't have a heart, but I don't buy that. I don't think you do. he is the common denominator in all of the You're an HR.
1: How can you have a heart?
3: <laughs> oh, damn. <Meh>. Wah, wah. <laughs> truth be told. All yeah, right. So whatever. do we
1: have anything else in the TikTok roundup or is that it? We got
3: one it? more. We got one more. Go for this it. is from Taylor. tay 45 TX. Please take a look at this is what Taylor is saying. Go ahead.
0: I wanted to make this video in a follow-up to my previous video um, talking about vaccines. So if you are being mandated by your, your employer, which is happening to a lot of people, please go to this website. This is strictly for you to educate yourself on what your rights are. You can see right here, America's frontline doctors. They have a legal team to assist you on all the steps that you need to take. They have a vaccine bill of rights. They, you can learn all about the vaccines, unbiased information, strictly factual. So this is a great website to utilize all of you that are, worried about losing your job and you're not taking it, go and read this, educate yourself right here. It explains Moderna and Pfizer and, uh, why they are, why they are voluntary. Please go to this website. If you have any issues, also research OSHA, O S H A. Okay.
4: Um, -hmm. okay.
0: People need to stand up for themselves. You are allowed to say no. You are allowed to say no. Hold your ground, do all of your research, get it all together. And this specific website has a legal team just for this vaccine. Has there
1: a, are wait a second. Pause it, pause it. It has an illegal team? <laughs> <laughs> what What does she mean by that? I don't know. I got thrown off.
3: Wow. Has JC, an illegal team. see, you're allowed to say no. I don't know if you knew this. Question. Question but up, point. Until, up until right now, you were not allowed to say it. Well, you now ever you seen are. that
1: Jim Carrey movie where all he did was say yes? Yes, man. Yes. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So she's saying the conversely, just say no. Just, just keep saying no. Just say no. That's fine. She's right. She's right. You are allowed I've, to say I no. I
3: don't know anything about that
1: website. Have you been there? Have you checked it I have out? Not been there. Me neither. No, not
3: really. Not really. It, right. It's I'm I don't really care. Well, I've got one twenty. <laughs> You're a dick. <laughs>
1: 127 on the clock. Let's get this wrapped up.
0: Yeah. It's time for Current Events. Current
1: Events this week is brought to you in part by uh, the Baez website, Baezine. <laughs> Stop by the
3: Baezines
1: at what's, what's the name?
3: Baezco.com. B-A-E-Z-C-S in Charlie O as in Oscar.com.
1: Baezkin.com. Stop by there and get your. Uh, All your toys and fun things for the HR lover in you. So the first story for us comes from TheGuardian.com. Edward Snowden calls for a spyware trade ban amid Pegasus revelations. Governments must impose a global moratorium on the international spyware trade or face a world in which no mobile phone is safe from state-sponsored hackers, according to Edward Snowden. He's warned this in the wake of revelations about clients of the NSO group. Snowden, who in 2013 blew the whistle on the secret mass surveillance programs of the U.S. National Security Agency, described for-profit malware developers as a industry that should not exist. He made the comments in an interview with The Guardian. The writer of this, this article here that we have. After the first revelations of the Pegasus Project came out in the news this past week, a journalistic investigation by a consortium of international media organizations into the NSO group and its clients. Uh, The consortium analyzed analyzed a leaked data set of 50,000 phone numbers that it is believed were identified as belonging to persons of interest to NSO's customers. Forensic analysis of a sample of the mobile phones found dozens of cases of successful and attempted Pegasus infections. The NSO group says it takes ethical considerations seriously. It's regulated by the export control regimes of Israel, Cyprus and Bulgaria. and only sells to vetted government clients. Speaking in in an interview with The Guardian, Snowden said the consortium's findings illustrated how commercial malware had made it possible for repressive regimes to place vastly more people under the most invasive types of surveillance. This is this one goes deep. Stop by The Guardian dot com. Lots of facts and data aspects. It it explains how the Pegasus thing infiltrates your phone and what happens. Um, Simply put, once it's installed on your phone through vulnerabilities in common apps, or by tricking a target into clicking a malicious link. Once installed, Pegasus can theoretically harvest any data from the device and transmit it back to the attacker. From text messages to emails to WhatsApp chats to photos and videos, activate the microphone remotely, activate your camera remotely, record your phone calls, your GPS data, your calendar, your contacts book, and many, many, many things in between. So... Uh, the Guardian.com, title of the article, Edward Snowden calls for a spyware trade ban amid Pegasus revelations. Ricky Bias, over to you.
3: I, I don't know how this is news because that's always a possibility. I guess now that Snowden said it, it's real. No, no, no. <laughs> but, the whole
1: Pegasus thing hit the news this week and and the details are coming out about it. That's, that's why it's in the uh, current events.
3: No, no, I get that. But I guess the possibility... Of your phone being taken over, your private data being looked at, your private data being recorded, and your microphone and/or camera being turned on without your knowledge—that's always been a possibility. As soon as you put that 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 phone in your pocket, um, I guess this this new thing actually it, it's uh it's making it happen. But even before then, even before that Pegasus thing, um, that was a possibility because I've seen uh, Amazon those uh, little things to cover your um your camera on your laptop and/or your phone—they're sounding like hotcakes. Yeah. that was like two or yeah. three years ago, right? So that's always been a thing. So um, I don't know about you, man. I always act as if somebody is watching me through the phone. So I don't just do things that I normally wouldn't do. Um, in that's, front of others.
1: Uh, So that's why you get changed with the phone in the room. Duh. Your next current event story for us here is coming to us from NBCNews.com. NBC NBCNews.com. Man who made fun of vaccination efforts on social media has died of COVID. I got 99 problems, but a vaccine won, Stephen Harmon said in a tweet last month, and now he has passed away. Stephen Harmon was 34 years old. He died Wednesday at Corona Regional Medical Center, an hour drive east of L.A. Stephen Harmon posted photos of himself in the hospital bed, wrote that he had pneumonia and critically low oxygen levels, and was going to be intubated. In a tweet Wednesday, Harmon wrote, don't know when I'll wake up, please pray, according to CBS tv Three days before his death, Harmon tweeted, If you don't have faith that God can heal me over your stupid ventilator, then keep the hell out of my ICU room. There's no room in here for fear or lack of faith. I got 99 problems, but a vax ain't one, he said in a tweet last month. Harmon's death was unbelievably demoralizing. Dr. Owen Friedman, who treats COVID-19 patients, as Cedars-Sinai Medical Center in L.A. told KCBS-TV, he said... The number of COVID-19 admissions has increased tenfold. On Friday, the State Department of Public Health reported nearly 8,000 new cases a day early in the testing positivity rate. Over seven days had jumped to more than 5% after dipping below 1% many weeks ago. There's much more in the article. Stop by NBCNews.com or other sources to find out more about Stephen Harmon, 34 years old, recently passed away. Ricky bias over to you.
3: Here's what I heard. He's got not, he went from having 99 problems, but a vaccine one to having a hundred problems. <laughs> Pretty much. That's what I heard, right? Because that vaccine saying was a one became that hundredth problem. And now he's not here to talk about it. It's sad. Actually, it's sad.
1: Your uh, last current event story comes to us from India. Some very big news in India right here. This came out uh, just about one hour ago, Mr. Baez. Oh, wow. Uh, wow. According to, where is our source here, bbc.com, India landslide, nine tourists have been killed as a boulder falls from a rooftop. Uh, Three others were reportedly injured in the incident, which happened in the state of Himachal Pradesh on Sunday. Dramatic footage posted to social media showed a large rock hurtling down a steep valley and into a bridge. The chief minister of Himachal Pradesh... Jameer Thakur described the incident as heart wrenching. In a video on Twitter, large boulders can be seen striking parked vehicles before causing a bridge to collapse in the state Kanar's district. Nine dead and three injured as a bridge in the Sangla Valley of Kanar collapses. Uh, The BBC is not responsible for the content of external sites. They do state within the article uh, do whatever you do on Twitter by yourself. But Indian Prime Minister Narendra. Sorry narendra modi said he was sending his heartfelt condolences to the families of those who lost their lives he added that those all affected would be given access to government relief funds ricky Baez, over to you
3: that's just a sad situation all around i know they don't have the same infrastructure as other organizations as other um uh, countries or other areas and this is just that much harder for them so i just Nothing I can say other than my heart goes out for them. For them and the people in Germany. Everything that happened there.
0: It's time for Florida Man Stories. Florida Man
1: Stories. Your final segment here on the HR Talk podcast. Your story today comes to us directly from Florida, Flagler County. A Florida man washed ashore in a bubble-like vessel on Saturday morning after a apparent attempt to walk on water. The Flagler County deputies responded to calls from concerned citizens who spotted a very strange vessel on the beach in the hammock area. The Flagler County Sheriff's Office said in their final report the vessel's sole occupant was discovered safe inside without any injuries. He told authorities that he set off for New York from St. Augustine before encountering complications that brought him back to shore. He was going to hop in the tube-like bubble and run all the way to New York on water. The seafarer identified as Reza Bellucci of Central Florida told Fox 35 Orlando he was attempting to run in his floating bubble vessel from Florida to Bermuda or travel up north the coast to raise money for charity. It didn't go well. My (laughs) goal is not to only raise money for homeless people. Raise money for the Coast Guard, Raise money for the police department, Raise money for the fire t- department, Bellucci told the station. They are public service. They do it for safety and they help other people. Bellucci's been rescued several times in previous years after setting off inside hydro bubbles, according to the station. After deputies found the vessel Saturday, the sheriff's office said the Coast Guard was called to the scene to take over the case and ensured that the inflatable bubble that the man was attempting to run to Bermuda in over the ocean was uh, brought back to safety. Ricky Baez, your Florida man story. Over to you.
3: You know, I'm thinking as as I'm listening to you um, read the story out loud, I'm thinking who in their right mind sat down and went to somebody (laughs) else and said, hey, I have an idea. And the person said, oh, my God, that's great. (laughs) Go for it. And they did it. But then I forget I'm in Florida. So, yeah, that happens quite a bit. I know what we're going to do today. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and run on a bubble. On a bubble. What? Yeah. I. I, All right, Ricky
1: Bias, time for final thoughts. I got 137 on the clock. We've been going a little bit longer than normal today. Typically, the show is 90 minutes in duration. You can find this in your favorite podcast app after the fact or stop by HRtalkpodcast.com to hear the program in full Big thank you going out to the entire uh, TikTok community here for joining us today. Ricky Bias, your final thoughts on the day, please.
3: My final thoughts of the day is, you know, we are are in really interesting times right now. Um, We have we are now we went from being all out, freaked out, scared for this uh, pandemic to making decisions about whether you should or should not work. In April, people made a, 4 million people made a decision to leave the organization when they were threatening to bring them back into the office. And now people are being put against the wall to make a decision on whether they want to work or get the vaccine. You decide. You have to decide what's good for you. That's what the organizations are doing. So just like anything else they say you should do, and if you don't do you get fired, this is the same thing. So,
1: you know, over on this end here with that and and part of my final thought, if we made reasonable accommodation to allow employees to work remotely this entire time and some of them didn't have the vaccine, why can't we still do it?
3: True. No, true. You're right. You're 100 percent right. The answer to that is keep everybody working from home.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, this has been episode what? 307, 307, 307.
3: Zero seven, sir. Episode 307 of HR
1: Talk, our first simulcast on the tiki Talkie. Big Ah-ha. thank you to everybody out there that joined us today.
3: Uh, Ricky Byers, what are some of the best ways people can find us, please? We are at HRTalkPodcast.com. You can find us anywhere on social media. You just look up HR Talk Podcast, look for the screaming face, and download us from your favorite podcast podcast consumption platform. Give us a like, give us a review. Hell, even even interact with us. Let us know. This tiki you thing is going to happen more often. So, uh, yeah, follow us. Hey, it's like. it's been it.
1: my pleasure to be the co-host of this love ship, you. sailing all the way into port by the side a of bubble. the uh, silver-haired stallion all the way down there in central Florida. Ricky Bias, look at him. He's like, a, he's like a horse on the beach just doing his amazing things. Look at that guy. Fantastic man behind <laughs> the green screen right there. I'm JC In up by the, the northern center. border. It's been a pleasure on behalf of the entire staff and crew. Drive safe, ladies and gentlemen. Have a good night.
2: <laughs> oh,
3: I'm getting me an Alaskan burrito tonight.